Welcome to another episode of the YXC Sports Podcast for the week of January 25th. Hard to believe that it is already coming up on the end of January, but a big hello to everybody that is watching on the Facebook page of Wendell Clark's Classic Bar and Grill, the YXC Sports Podcast Facebook page on YouTube on No YXC. And of course, a big hello to everybody that is listening to the audio version of the YXC Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Morrison. Thanks for joining me once again. It's kind of nice. The days seem to to be getting longer. Like, you know, it's just after six o'clock. It's still somewhat light outside. I don't go to work in the dark and come home from work in the dark. I go to work in the dark still, but uh, I come home when it's light outside. That's also false information because for the time being, I work from home, but I'll be back in the office eventually. All that's not important. The important part is, is that it is getting lighter outside. It is getting nicer outside with the exception of last night. Uh, but we're back to uh, some super awesome temperatures here in Saskatoon and around the province. And a big hello to uh, everybody across the province that's joining me on the YXC Sports Podcast. What a weekend it was in the National Football League. We might as well hop right into it because there was four games in the NFL's divisional playoff round and all four games came down to the wire. Three of the four ended on a game-winning field goal and the fourth, which was the Sunday night game, which was arguably the best one, was uh, an overtime thriller between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. So two more teams are going home and now the AFC and NFC Conference championships are set. And of course, the winner of those two games are going to head to the Super Bowl, which is February the 13th at the beautiful new stadium uh, in Los Angeles where the Rams and the Chargers play. It was like $5 billion or $6 billion to make. That part's not important. But the February, uh, the Super Bowl is February 13th. The NFC and AFC championship is this upcoming weekend, or I guess next weekend, uh, whichever way you want to look at it. So, How did we get here? Because like I said, it was four fantastic games. Two games were on Saturday. Two games were on Sunday. I couldn't have picked a better weekend to be a couch potato because the games lived up to the hype, especially after the first round of the NFL playoffs. There was a lot of duds, a lot of blowouts. Of course, uh, the NFL is experimenting with expanded playoffs. So there was one extra team in the play or two extra teams, I guess, in the playoffs this year. And kind of the wild card weekend, which was, of course, was last weekend, wasn't all that good. So it was interesting. People were already bashing the expanded playoff format, but the divisional round lived up to the hype, including the Cincinnati Bengals. Of course, that was the first game. That was the Saturday afternoon game, and they knocked off the number one seed in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans, by a score of 19-16. Evan McPherson kicked a 52-yard field goal with no time left on the clock to win it for the Cincinnati Bengals, their first conference championship appearance in 33 years. The last time they were in a conference championship was 1988. This was also their first ever road win in the playoffs. Of course, they were in Nashville where the Tennessee Titans play. They hadn't won on the road before this upcover, before last weekend, and they were able to knock off the Tennessee Titans Cincinnati Bengals kind of coming out of nowhere. It was a back and forth game. It was awesome. There was turnovers. There was big plays. Everybody's been doubting the Cincinnati Bengals. I know two Cincinnati Bengals fans. One of them, of course, is uh, Doyle Benson here in Saskatoon. He's probably the the most hardcore Bengal fan that I know. 
Um, and I'm not sure if he's watching right now or listening right now, but I know that he'll be catching up on this soon. So Doyle, I've, I'm giving you your, uh, your not gloat, but I'm giving you your credits. I'm giving you your airtime, your 15 seconds of fame. Uh, you must have just been happy as a peach this past weekend. Too bad it's going to come to an end against the Kansas City Chiefs next week, but I'll get to that a little bit later. Super awesome for the Cincinnati Bengals. They just seem like a likable bunch of players. Their quarterback is in their second year. Hard to believe that three years ago, the Cincinnati Bengals had their the first overall draft pick, and now they're one win away from going to the Super Bowl, which just goes to show what a superstar caliber caliber quarterback can do for your team. Joe Burrow, like I said, he's in his second year. He was the first overall draft pick back in 2020. And the Cincinnati Bengals, they kind of built a little bit last year, and now they're back in the playoffs this year. And the entire town just loves the Bengals, probably because I'm not really sure what else there is to do in Cincinnati. But Joe Burrow is, if they can find a way to get to the Super Bowl and Man, if they find a way to pull that off, Joe Burrow is never going to have to pay for a meal. Their kicker's probably never going to have to pay for a meal in that town again. Um, and super awesome, too, because as soon as they got back to Cincinnati, the first thing, and they did this last week as well, but the first thing the coaching staff did is they went to a bar to celebrate with the fans. They had some game balls that they handed out to the fans that were watching the game at one of these bars, one of these pubs in Cincinnati. So it just seems like a likable bunch. Uh, they've been through a lot. Of course, first conference championship in 33 years. It's their first playoff win in like 31 years or something like that. The old coach that was there before this coach was in Cincinnati for like 17 years, which was far too long, by the way. Uh, but he was in Cincinnati for like 17 years. And for whatever reason, just couldn't win in the playoffs. Didn't win one playoff game. All of a sudden, this new coach comes in, and he's 2-0 and so far in the playoffs. So they are going to be going up against the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Conference Championship. That game is going to be in Kansas City. Hostile environment. That was a heck of a game on Sunday night, too, but we'll get to that a little bit later. The other Saturday game, of course, this one came down to the wire, the San Francisco 49ers upsetting the Green Bay Packers by a score of 13 to 10. Again, last second field goal. San Francisco 49ers kicker Robbie Gold hit a 45-yarder yarder uh, with no time left on the clock to win for San Francisco. This game was played in Green Bay. Green Bay, obviously, in Wisconsin. Very similar weather pattern to uh, what we have in Saskatchewan. I'm not sure if you were watching the game on Saturday, but if you did, then you'd understand that it was windy, it was cold, it was snowing. Now, I'm not a big math guy. I don't understand the whole what is, you know, the Fahrenheit and degrees and Celsius and all that sort of jazz. But what I did do is I went onto my fancy weather app on my phone. I just typed in Green Bay, and it said that it was minus 13 degrees in Green Bay on Saturday night. So probably similar to what it was here over the weekend and kind of more the temperatures we've been seeing with the exception of last night and this morning. But they were able to find a way to do it again. Back and forth, last second field goal. The San Francisco 49ers didn't score a touchdown on offense or defense they have blocked a punt with about four minutes left to go, I think it was, to uh, and they returned that for a touchdown. That was the only touchdown that they scored. They were down 10-3 at that time. Blocked this punt, returned it for a touchdown, and then Robbie Gould kicks a 45-yard field goal. Aaron Rodgers, there's been uh, a lot made of his future 
in Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers are like $33 million or $38 million over the salary cap uh, heading into next season. They have this Aaron Rodgers thing that they have to deal with. He doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. He might be going off to play somewhere else. And uh, if he does that, then the Packers really don't have a hope in the next few years going forward. Rumors Aaron Rodgers is going to come to Denver. I'm a Broncos fan. Would love that, but we'll see where that goes. Devontae Adams, their star wide receiver, his contract is up. He's going to be uh, expecting a ton of dough, which is rightfully deserved, by the way. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see if that happens. But uh, the Green Bay Packers are now 0-4 versus the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs. The last time these two teams met in the playoffs was in 2019 in the NFC Championship game. Uh, where the San Francisco 49ers, they won that game to go to the Super Bowl. But if you're a Packers fan, you got to be used to this heartbreak by now. You've had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers since 2008. Brett Favre was the Green Bay quarterback from 1992, I think it was, to 2008. And then Aaron Rodgers obviously took over. So two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two of the best quarterbacks ever. And you have two Super Bowls to show for it. Absolute choke artists in Green Bay. I know my brother's a big Green Bay Packers fan. I'm not sure if he's watching or listening, but uh, Adam, I'd love to get your thoughts on that and the choke artists that are the Green Bay Packers. So a lot to be a uh, lot to, of uncertainty in Green Bay. If you're a Packers fan, going to be interesting to see if you're maybe getting a little bit worried. Cause like I said, Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem too happy with management. He doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. You're all-star wide receiver is could potentially be gone it's tough to say so interesting times in green bay they do have a good head coach a good young head coach in matt lafleur but doesn't seem it doesn't matter who's the uh the coach in green bay seems to be like they always for whatever reason want to choke monty is tuning in on facebook as he does every week he says hi matt hi monty hope you're well hope you had an opportunity to uh, watch some football over the weekend because Monty, if you didn't, man, you missed four fantastic, fantastic football games. This is the first time in 12 years, we're going to get to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a a little bit, but this is the first time in 12 years that Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers are not playing in a championship game, which is absolutely wild to think about. Obviously, Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last year. That was Tom Brady's first year in Tampa Bay, and then he spent all those years with the New England Patriots just running over the entire league. And now for the first time in 12 years, those two quarterbacks are going to be watching the championship games uh, from their couch, their million-dollar couches, because they make a lot of money. And to be honest, I mean, if I made that amount of money, I would probably just have outlandish things like that. And those were just the Saturday games. Both of those went down to the wire. That was just the, those were just the Saturday games. I did nothing but sit on my couch all day Saturday. I was flipping between the Leafs game, beat the New York Islanders by the way on Saturday, back in the win column. The Edmonton Oilers are back in the win column, so I switched between flipping between the the hockey game and the football game. It was just fantastic. Like I said, that was only Saturday. There was two games that were just as good. On Sunday, but before we uh, get to that, maybe you were at Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar watching football. Uh, If you didn't, you can get out there for the conference championships. You can get out there for the Super Bowl because it is the best place in town to watch football. Of course, they 
had all four games on this weekend. They're going to have all two games on this weekend. They're going to be having a massive Super Bowl party on February 13th as well. So if you're looking for something to do on Super Bowl, if you're looking for something to do next week, head on down to Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar on the corner of Circle and Idlewild in Saskatoon. So like I said, those were just the Saturday games. And then we were treated to arguably two better games on Sunday, including the St. or the St. Louis Rams, the LA Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, the Rams used to be in St. Louis. They were absolutely terrible when they were there, however. So, uh, you know, that's not even worth bringing up. But uh, they almost blew it, did the LA Rams. They almost blew it. The Rams were up 20 to 3 at halftime, scored a touchdown early in the third quarter to go up 27 to 3. And then Tampa Bay stormed back. They got some turnovers. They got some stops on defense. Their offense started to produce. Again, back and forth game, at least in the second half. They scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. They tied it up with a few minutes to go. And then the Rams, who only scored three points in the fourth quarter, well, those three points were a field goal with no time left on the clock. Matthew Stafford, of course, spent all those years in Detroit where his career basically went to die because Detroit has like a 66-year Super Bowl drought or championship drought or something like that, or they haven't won since 1966. I don't know, but this is Matt Stafford's first year in L.A. as a member of the L.A. Rams, of course. And he did absolutely fantastic. So the Rams are in the conference championship. They're going to be going up against the San Francisco 49ers. It's the Battle of California. Of course, the Rams are, well, I shouldn't say the Rams. The stadium that the Rams are in, the city that the Rams are in, are hosting the Super Bowl. Of course, these are predetermined. Last year, we saw Tampa Bay make it to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl when Tampa Bay hosted. L.A. has a potential to do the exact same thing. But yeah, Tampa Bay was able to storm back. Tom Brady's going to do what Tom Brady does. And then uh, they just, for whatever reason, couldn't make a stop. Cooper Cup, the Rams' potential MVP candidate, or the league's potential MVP candidate, I guess I should say, has been phenomenal. He had the Triple Crown this year. And for those of you that don't know what the Triple Crown is in the NFL, it's when you lead in, it's when you lead the league in catches. You lead the league in... Uh, receiving yards, and you lead the leagues in something else, but I can't remember what the other one is. Targets, maybe. I should have looked this up beforehand, but it's okay. I'm a busy guy. Anyways, the point is, is that Cooper Cup is really, really good at football. He had 183 yards receiving on Sunday. They left him wide open with like 15 seconds left. Matthew Stafford hit him on a deep ball, and they were able to spike it because they were out of timeouts, and it was a chip-shot field goal for Matt Gay. That game was in Tampa Bay, by the way, but it was a chip-shot field goal for Rams kicker Matt Gay, uh, and they are able to go to the conference championship, so they're going to be facing off against the San Francisco 49ers, and this is what I love about football, the, the back and forth, the rivalry. The Rams are trying to basically bar the 49er fans from buying tickets at SoFi Stadium because the Rams are the the home team this weekend. So when you go to buy a ticket for the conference championship game this weekend, the Rams are making you show your credit card, something with your postal code on it and your ID. And if you're anywhere and you're trying to buy tickets online and you're anywhere in that San Francisco, Santa Clara area, they're actually purposely not going to let the credit card payment go through to ensure that uh, only Rams fans are able to buy tickets 
at the home stadium. Of course, these two teams played in the last week of the regular season, and uh, it was a lot of 49er fans in that building. The 49ers won that football game, by the way, and that was one of the big reasons why they even got into the playoffs. And now all of a sudden, they're, uh, they got a potential. Uh, the potential to go to the Super Bowl. Of course, they were in the Super Bowl in 2019 when they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, and now they're back potentially in the Super Bowl. One win away. That game should be amazing. I think that that game is going to be better than the Kansas City-Cincinnati game, just based off experience and prior experience and things like that. But what do I know? I'm just a stupid podcaster. Um, Okay, now for the final game. They saved the best for last Sunday night. A lot of people are saying that this was the best game the NFL has seen in years. And I probably have to agree. It went to overtime and we should have expected nothing less. 42 to 36 was the final score for the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, in overtime, there was a combined 25 points in the final two minutes of regulation. Everybody always harps on the NFL because that game's not exciting. Those games don't come down to the wire. It's the old CFL, NFL thing. Hint, hint, you can enjoy both. Monty says the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. I would love for the Rams to win the Super Bowl, Monty. I'm all in on the Rams uh, for the playoffs as well. I hope that they can make it to the Super Bowl, and I hope that they can win. I love their head coach, Sean McVay. I just love the moxie that he brings. He's a young guy. He seems to really get the best out of his players. When I grow up, I want to be Sean McVay. But anyways, back to the uh, Bills and the Chiefs. Last two minutes, Kansas City scores a 64-yard touchdown. Buffalo answers back with a TD to retake the lead. So they're up by three points. 13 seconds left. All you have to do is not let Kansas City get into field goal range. What does Kansas City do? Gets into field goal range. And uh, they're able to tie it up with a 49-yard field goal. So then all of a sudden it goes to overtime. Kansas City gets the ball first, and they don't even let Buffalo touch the football in overtime. They drive down the field, and they scored. And there's been a lot of debate. As good as that game was, there's been a lot of debate about the NFL overtime rules. And for those of you that don't know, here's how it goes down. It basically potentially comes down to a coin toss. So you'll do a coin toss to decide, obviously, who gets to receive. Typically, the team that wins the coin toss will elect to receive. If you go down on your first drive to score a touchdown, the game is over. The other team, the team that's responding or the team that you know just got scored on, they don't have a chance to respond. If you go down and kick a field goal, then the other team does have a chance to respond. Silly. Uh, if the team that received the ball first doesn't score, then it's next man wins, next score wins. But uh, Buffalo didn't even get an opportunity to uh, to touch the ball in overtime. It basically came down to a coin toss. So yeah, you can make the argument, hey, Buffalo should have stopped them. There was also some plays towards the end in regulation that uh, Buffalo has come under uh, criticism for. I agree with all of that. But to be robbed of what could have been an even better game because Kansas City is the only team that gets to touch the ball in overtime, I don't like that rule. I think they should go to CFL or college overtime in the States where it's basically shootout style. So your one team starts, they drive down the field, they have an opportunity to score. Then the other team responds. And you kind of go back and forth. And then they get really crazy and they make it mandatory that you have to go for two points after a, a bunch of these mini games. Those two teams might still be playing, to be honest, if we were to do it like that. Uh, I saw an interesting opinion on social media yesterday or today um, that Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, young kid, Patrick Mahomes, young guy for the Kansas City Chiefs, 
They are going to be today's modern era Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Of course, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning seem to go at it every single year, whether Peyton was with the Indianapolis Colts or later in his career with the Denver Broncos. But they seem like they went at it every single year. Um, And, yeah, I have to agree with that take, that Josh Allen is going to be back. The Buffalo Bills are going to be back. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be back. Kansas City has an opportunity to go to their third Super Bowl in a row, by the way. Of course, they beat the San Francisco 49ers in 2019. They lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year and then an opportunity uh, to make it to three straight Super Bowls this year if they can win. So those were the four games that took place this past weekend. Uh, I hope the conference championship games can even be half as good. Even if those games are half as good, we uh, we're still going to be in a pretty good spot in terms of viewer, in terms of viewership here. Um, because yeah, it's NFL playoffs. There's nothing better than playoffs in any sport. And the NFL playoffs lived up to the hype uh, this past weekend. I brought up the point about viewership. I'm just going to get this in before we wrap it up for this week's episode of the YXC Sports Podcast. How about this? The Niners-Packers game on TV on Saturday night generated 10.6 million viewers, more viewers than what was last year at this time. So the NFC, one of the NFC divisional games last year at this time, yeah, they had 10.6 million less viewers than the Packers-Niners game this past Saturday. Kansas City-Buffalo, 42.7 million viewers. That peaked at 51.7 million viewers when overtime hit. It was CBS's highest-rated audience, or most audience, however you want to word it, since last year's Super Bowl, which they also hosted. Of course, the major networks in uh, the the States, they'll rotate who gets to cover the Super Bowl. So a lot's been made over the past two years because of, you know, the NFL players and, you know, some of the things that they stand for and stuff like that, that they're losing viewership and all this. But 52.7 million viewers, uh, I would probably have to disagree with that take. So hope uh, you can find yourself in front of a couch, in front of a TV. If it's at Wendell Clark's classic grill and bar, even better this upcoming weekend for the AFC and NFC championship weekends. That's been it for this week's episode of the YXC sports podcast. A big thanks to everybody for watching a big thanks for everybody for listening. We are not going to have a show next week. It is my birthday. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, I'm a little scared, a little bit of me is scared, but I was just told to take next week, next week's podcast off. So I'm just doing what I'm told because it's life's just much easier that way. So we'll most likely talk to you in two weeks in two weeks. We can preview the Super Bowl as well. So it's a win-win. So like I said, a big thanks to everybody for tuning into this week's episode of the YXE sports podcast. And we will talk to you in February. (laughs) 